Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Got uh, Joel Kane, SEN uh, Rugby League commentator. He hosts the Drive Show across the ditch with Joel in Sydney. He joins us now. G'day, Joel. G'day, Sam. How you doing, mate? You well? I'm very well, mate. Uh, St. Paddy's Day, do you get around it? Oh, get around it! The cause, the cause. What, what a what a band they were. They take me back to the mid nineties, and I've actually you've been to Ireland before, Sam. What a great place that is! I haven't, mate, but it definitely is on the bucket list. I actually nearly lost my um, my now wife to Ireland. She nearly took off just when we started dating, and that could have been the end of it all. But uh, I managed to convince her to stay. So uh, the luck of the Irish, alive, uh, well and truly. What happened? See what happens here. My wife and I went over there, and, and uh, there's a bloke who's homeless, and he's selling books. And, and my my mother sort of taught me this: you sort of try and give people time as much as you can. And so we were having a chat with this bloke, and he was quite a charismatic bloke and chatty, and had a million stories. And so we bought his books, and we weren't ever going to read them, but um, not because of him. But they're not great readers, to be honest. But <laughs> sure. So, so so after that, later that afternoon, Sam, we went to the um, the wax museum. And you go through and you see Harrison Ford and you see Serena Williams and you see, you know, all the um, all the local heroes. Kylie Minogue was there. And, and as we left, the biggest, uh, what would you call it, wax figurine, I suppose, was a fellow called Pat Ingoldsby. And the Irish people will know about this guy. Pat Ingoldsby, who was famous through television. Well, he was a homeless guy on the street. Wow. So, yeah, he became, he was this massive TV icon and then ended up on the streets uh, as a homeless fellow, so I'm sure your Irish uh, listeners will know all about that. But yeah, I was completely shocked. I couldn't believe. It. I had to go back and see him after that. And Jesus, uh, you can't judge books by cover. No pun intended. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. Um, let's talk a little bit of the NRL uh, round two coming up this uh, weekend, starting tonight uh, with the Storm and the Bunnies. Uh, the Storm are heavy favourites. They they lost a couple of players: Brandon Smith, Christian Welch, George Jennings. But the uh, the conveyor belt of talent that is the Melbourne Storm uh, just bring in Cam Munster and Harry Grant, Jesse Bromwich, cool as you like. Um, what are you picking tonight? Oh, uh, you summed up well, that conveyor belt. That, that's exactly what they have. It's Craig Bellamy's milestone 500, so it's, it's significance. Uh, they don't muck around with those. I, I went out on a limb and tipped the bunnies to miss the eight. People said, oh, you're a bloody moron, you're an idiot. And so far, I'm right, but I can easily uh, be turned wrong if they have a big win tonight with Latrell Mitchell back. I'm, I'm tipping Melbourne, Sam, but I, I've got to say, I'm not a lot very, you know, I'm not too cosy with it. You know, Latrell comes back, but I think Melbourne can get the job done. Welsh is a massive out for them. 
I, it was interesting with last week the Rabbitohs. I thought you know, and the team they've still got some 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 high strike power from last season. You know, when you look at guys like Damian Cook and Cody Walker, you know, yes, they lost Adam Reynolds, but still still was quite a strong side on paper. Was last week? Do you just put that down to frustration? It just looked like they were frustrated, and if they can sort of you know get get their confidence back, that they've still got the side that can actually challenge, or or do you still sort of think that you know they're going to miss the eight this year? They don't have what it takes. Yeah, I don't think they will. I mean, they've got a new coach, and next thing's kind of showing. Wayne Bennett is the Warren Buffett of share trading and coaching. Like, he, he knows when to sell his shares. Dane <laughs> Gagai, you know, you lose him. Everyone's saying Reynolds is gone. Well, you lose Gagai, you lose Jaden Sewer, who played well at the Dragons, you lose Benji Marshall, who was so handy for them at times, and, and of course, you lose Wayne Bennett. So, uh, they're the main reasons why I'm sort of selling the shares in the South Sydney Rabbitohs, but it's a marathon this game, so you never, never know. Uh, the Friday, the first Friday night game, uh, the Dragons-Panthers, which I think you've got the call for. Um, the Dragons who beat the Warriors, um, any chance against the Panthers? Any chance? Every chance. Every chance, yeah. Like, every year, um, you'd see the rugby season, the AFL rugby league, where the defending champs come out and they have a rousing victory to start. Things and people go, oh, wow, they're going to go back to back. And But the facts are it really happens, you know, and they, they get up for it. They had a big crowd there at Penrith. I actually think the Dragons could win the game. Um, it, it sounds a bit crazy, but if you go back 12 months where Melbourne were the defending champs, a dominant victory versus South, smashed them in the first half, and they went on to lose their next two. So there are grand statements made after the first round, and I'm not prepared. Nathan Cleary's out, you know, and, and, and he's a massive out. So we can't underestimate that. Yes, it went their way in round one, Penrith, but just I'd just be tempering uh, grand predictions at this stage. Was there anyone in that Dragon side last week that, that stood out for you? Because they've got a lot of really exciting young talent, and I know that Teletau Mone, the, the, the 5 8th, um, there's big raps on him. Were, were any of the young players sort of standouts for you last week against the Warriors? Oh, this Tyrell Sloan, I said to my, I was watching my boys, the boys, young player teams on this Tyrell Sloan. And what he does, which no one does because it's uncomfortable to do, he, he walks up the field so shallow. I don't know if you remember a bloke called Nathan Blacklock fan, but. He used to do the same thing. Now, if you and I had a sprinting race over 10 metres, you'd beat me comfortably, Sam, right? But <laughs> if I had a five-metre start, it doesn't matter if Usain Bolt's behind me, he won't beat me over 10 metres with a five-metre start. So, well, he might, but not many would. Um, and my point to that is he plays so flat, so if there's ever half a break, mm. this kid is looking to score the whole game. So for those who like a, a bit of an interest in the game, just keep back in that kid slow and to score tries. Talking to Joel Kane from SCN. If you've got a question, you can text through the Temper Bed Post text machine, double eight double three. Uh, the other Friday night game is probably the game of the round. Uh, Roosters Seagulls, who many had in the top four um, in the preseason, um, but they both lost, and the Seagulls sit right at the bottom because of the uh, because of the points they gave up against Penrith. Uh, gee, which way is this going, Joel? Well, Sam, the irony of this is that the winner of the Broncos and the Bulldogs will be equal leaders in the comp. And the loser of this will be coming last. You know, this they'll be one for two. Mm. The battle of the doom. You know what? Look, I, I, Trent Robinson had his birthday this week, and I know they're upset and giving him a birthday present belatedly. But I'm just a little bit worried about the Roosters. Then they they got smashed by Manly. Admittedly, they had a lot of players out. You don't have the Morris boys this year. Uh, that was in the final when Manly trounced them. Now trial form you can sort of disregard, but they lost those trial games, and then they lost to to Newcastle in round one. So. I'm personally not going to tip the Roosters until I see them back at their brilliant best. I still think they can win the comp, but I won't be tipping them until I actually see it with my own eyes.
What did um? Uh, it's probably actually an easy answer when you ask what did the what did Penrith do to shut down Manly last week? Basically, stop Tom Travojevic. That seems to be the recipe. Yeah. Is it as easy as that for the Roosters? Um. Well, well what they did, they, they he was interviewed on uh, Brady Bossy over here at breakfast, and they asked him how he stopped. Tom Travojevic, he said, oh, if the bus breaks down, it'd be a good start. But, but, but then he went on with a serious answer, Sam, and he, and he said, look, you know, like, we've just got to stop Tommy Travojevic getting the ball where, where he wants it, you know. So they were so clinical and committed to a game plan, which was finish your sets, get your kick, and then hopefully when Tommy's touching the ball, it's way down the other end. And, and even just before halftime, he, he did some magical work in halftime, made him pay. So, so the way to stop them is to keep him as far away from the trial on, and that's been clinical completing your sets, and that's the only way you can do it. Mm. Uh, Saturday, first game is, of course, the Warriors and the Titans. It's the one we're all uh, G'd up for. It's the one we care about the most. Uh, Joel, the Titans, pretty impressive against the Eels, nearly snatched a win there, and uh, they've got uh, Alexander Brimson back into the side this week, who's a big plus for them. The Warriors are changing all sorts of guys around, and uh, even the halves have had to change. So do you give us a chance, Joel, this weekend? I'm tipping the Titans, and then I actually said to the guys um, over there at Beaver and, and Kirsty, I was a bit worried about the Warriors this year. They, they had their worst defence in 18 years last year, um, which, which, to be honest with you, part of that is the rule change too, which pumped things up. But it, it's a bit of a worry for me that you know you're into week two, and Cody Nikarima, who's sort of been penciled into the starting side all the off season, Sean Johnson's out, so even more reason why you think Cody'd be there. Oh, there's something going on there. I don't know why because. Uh, with all respect to Ash Taylor, if it's an Ash Taylor or Cody Nicarima, you know, just to get a halfback jump, I'm Cody every single day of the week. So I don't understand what's going on there. And then what happens next week if the Gold Coast have a big win, which is possible, they push Parramatta a long way. What do you do? You change your halves again three weeks in a row? I don't know. It's mm-hmm. a it's a massive game for the Warriors. They've got a great record up there on the Gold Coast. A lot of expats uh, are up at the Gold Coast, so. They could. Reese Walsh comes back, which is massive. Um, but as you mentioned before, so too does uh, Alexander Brimson. So I, I'm, I'll be keeping the Titans. Yeah, and Ash Taylor going up against his former side. That'll be very, very interesting. Um, the other uh, four games across the weekend, Sharks, Eels, Cowboys, Raiders, Knights, Tigers, and Bulldogs, Broncos. Which of those four do you think is going to offer us uh, potentially the closest viewing? Oh, the Sharky-Seals game, that's a beauty. That's an absolute beauty. The coach, who'd been waiting 15 years to coach, he got COVID, he missed out last week, Craig Fitzgibbon. He's back at home where he's at that, ironically coached. I'm tipping the Sharks in an upset there to beat the Paramount. I can't wait for that. I think, um, is Cam McInnes back in for the Sharks this week? I know he's named in the sort of extended, but is he any chance to actually play or...? Yeah, he is a big chance, actually. And the fact that he has been, he hasn't been named in the 17th division, but he has been on the extended squad. So he's very close. Uh, I, you know, I'll, I'll back him to play. I think he will be there. And if he is there, it's a massive help for the Sharks. The uh, the only other one that I was looking at was that Bulldogs Broncos game because you got two sides there who you know many have been talking about for the last few years not not in terms of top eight but in terms of I guess growing and getting better and the Broncos looked very strong last weekend um, who who do you pick in that game and also I guess as the season goes on do you think teams like the Broncos and the Bulldogs have a chance of sneaking their way into the top eight? Uh, yeah, well, I mean the winner's going to have some chance because they will be two from two and off to an absolute uh, flyer. It's a lot just hinges on, you know, how, how does this half pairing for the Broncos sort of plan out? That, that's where the Bulldogs 
they don't have a proper halfback. Or when I say a proper halfback, an established halfback, Reynolds with Albert Kelly, which could work like Cody Walker. And I think that's the plan for Kevy Walters. And, and good on Kevy. His son had a blinder last week, but he put the team first. He's dropped his son to the bench. So I, I just... I have to side with the most experienced player who's been to a couple of grand finals in Adam Reynolds. And, and, and in that, I'm saying the Broncos. Awesome. Awesome stuff, mate. I've got two uh, quick ones to finish. Ken's just texting here on double eight double three. I think he's a Dragons fan and he's a little bit over-optimistic because he says, uh, Sam, can you ask, Joel, are the Dragons a chance for top four with all the young talent and a good season? Are they a real chance? Uh, they have to improve because I, they had a good win last week, but I thought it was a bludger on the game. I thought both teams were trying to lose really hard. So mm. I'm not going to say yes at this stage, but if they come and beat the Panthers this week... Uh, just getting some text messages direct to my phone. It was a mate of mine said he was listening last week and he only caught some of the call, but he says, as the famous cricketer from South Africa uh, cross coach to the rugby union, he said, is Quinton de Kock now playing over in rugby? I, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> that was going to be my final question, Joel, was just how much that, uh, yeah. that commentary clip's been making the rounds over on your station. I know you guys uh, do a media uh, segment. Has it, has it been making the rounds, unfortunately for me? Yeah, mate. Oh, Sam, Sam, you're too smart. And, and, you know what I'm calling that? I'm calling that the obvious error because when you make an obvious error on radio, people want to point you out. And you know what? Everyone's talking about it, Sam, so you've done the right thing with the obvious error. I'm going to call it that. Mate, I've, I've said, I've maintained, it was all Kempe's fault. I was ready to, to keep going. I was ready to crack on, but he was the one on the ground laughing. And when you see that, <laughs> there's no recovering. And I'm telling everyone, there's no, there's no way I'm using a clock in a commentary ever again. There'll be time left. There'll be, there'll be time remaining. There won't be a clock. No, listen, Sam, you've clearly got a broad future commentator. I, I did hear some of the more serious call cool part of it. Mate, make it your own thing. Every week, just slip one in. You know, <laughs> you'll, you'll become a fan favourite. I love you. <laughs> oh, I love it, mate. We love you over here. Thanks, Heath, for joining us, yeah. mate. Appreciate your time. Good on you, Sam. Go well, guys, and uh, appreciate the chat. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Maccas, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.